Praise, praise. God is good. God is good. All the time. Amen. Greetings to all of you. It's a great honor and a privilege that I'm standing here before God and you. God is so good to me. I don't know. The title of my uh, sermon is about my story is God's story. It's your story too. It's not only mine. And I will explain to you why my story is God's story. Um, before I start on my sermon, I just want to let you know today is the 32 years of our church's anniversary. What a wonderful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is so good to us. Amen. Amen. 32 years. If you were uh, a son or daughter born in that year, she's going to be, or he's going to be 32 years now. You know? The church was born in 1989. PCF Praise Christian Fellowship. It was started on Benton Way, not far from here. And there were only like six or eight people when they started the church. And then they moved to Bonabre. After two years in Benton Way, they moved to Bonabre. And then after two years in Bonabre, they moved here, in the main church. As you can see, how God blessed this church. No matter what, who stand here in the pulpit, God will bless this church. Amen. Amen. And God bless you all because you're still here. Amen. God bless your heart because God sees your heart. How faithful you are in this church. God is so beautiful. If I tell you my story, we're not going to end. If I tell you the story of this church, it's not going to end. Tell your neighbor, my story is God's story. God never fails. God never stops watching you. God never Forsake us. In the book of Ephesians 1, chapter 1, verses 3 to 14. Before we start, we, can we pray? Abba Father, we are so grateful and humble before your heart. This morning was a beautiful day that you have made. Thank you for a new day. That we see it again early this morning. You wake up us with grace, with love, with your kindness, with your mercy. Father, we know that you will bring a blessing in this place of God. Not only a blessing, a healing for those who need healing, a strength. For those in need strength. Father, we believe your Holy Spirit is here right now. Because we invited you, Lord, to be in the midst of us. You said, Lord, two or three gather in your name. You are there in the midst of us. And we claim that, Lord, right now. We feel the Holy Spirit in our midst. And you will be the preacher, not me, Father. Not me, Father. You are the preacher. You only use my lips to flow your words, the good news. Father, we are so blessed for everything that you have done in the past of our lives. For how many years that we survived, even this time of COVID, Lord, pandemic. We will stand. We will still stand because you are with us. You are with us. Who can be against us? Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah! 
Thank you, Father, for the benefits that we have, that we have a Father, that I have a Father who always there for us. Lord, today, give us your sermon. And we will listen to you, Father. I won't start unless you lead me, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Everybody say, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. I always cry because God is so good. I hate to cry, but I can't stop, you know? Because it's like I feel like embarrassing to, to cry. But if you cry with the Lord, there's no embarrassing about it. Because God is so good. No matter what, no matter what happened to you, no matter what you've been through in your life, God is so good. Don't ever forget that. Like I said, this church started in 1989. And now it's 2001. I mean 2021. <laughs> 2021. It's 32 years of uh, age of this church. I've been born again since 1984. So probably I'll be 30, what? 39, 38, 37. See, 37 years in the hands of God. But before that, I knew He chose me already. I knew He loved me already for the foundation of the world. Right? Not only me, all of you, all of you here, before the foundation of the world, He chose you already. He loves you already. Let's read this on Ephesians I don't know how to use this, but I'll try. There we go. Okay. Verse 3. All praises to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessing. Tell us, tell to your friend, tell your neighbor, all spiritual blessing. God bless us with all kind of spiritual blessing. In heavenly realm, because we are united in Christ. We are here because we believe in one God, Trinity, Father, Son, and Spirit. We have one faith, one belief, because we serving the true God. Amen? We are serving the live, alive God and true God. And a powerful God. So don't be afraid. Fear not. That's why he always said that in the Bible. Fear not. For everything that you will face in this world. Fear not. Because he is God most powerful of all. He is the creator of everything. Verse 4. Even before he made the world. God loved us and chose us. In Christ to be holy without fault in his eyes. He already knew who you are before you were in the womb of your mom. He, can, he already knew how many hair do you have right now. For me, it's easy for him. Because <laughs> I don't have that much hair no more. Back then on 39 years, 37 years. It's going to be a little bit harder for him to count my hair. But he can. He knows everything. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family. That's, this is the family, the big family. By bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. Amen. Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, the only one, the mediator. The conquering king. This is what he wanted to do. And gave him a great pleasure. That's why right now, God is in great pleasure. Because 
you are here this morning. Amen? You are here. Instead of going somewhere, you are here today, listening to the word of God. Not only that, you will receive a lot of blessing today. Amen? Amen. So we praise God for the glorious grace He poured out on on us who belong to His dear Son. He is so rich. Tell your neighbor, He is so rich. Unlimited. Amen? Amen. Unstoppable. Unshakable. And the grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son and forgave us our sin. He has showered his kindness. Imagine, we are showering right now with his kindness. If it's raining outside, it's not raining. But here it's raining with the shower of his blessing. It's showering right now with his kindness, right? On us along all wisdom and understanding. Who wants to receive that? All wisdom. All wisdom and understanding. These two is always together. Wisdom and understanding. Without the understanding, wisdom is not going to be easy. But with understanding, wisdom is going to be more easy to, to understand. <laughs> Amen. God has showed, God has now revealed to us his mysterious plan regarding, uh, regarding Christ's plan to fulfill his own good pleasure again. And this is the plan. At the right time, he will bring everything together under the authority of Christ. Everything in heaven and earth. All the authority, give it to Christ. The Father give it to the Son. Furthermore, because we are united in Christ, we have received an inheritance from God, for He chose us in advance. Amen. He chose us in advance. Like I said, before you were born, He chose you already. And He makes everything work out according to His plan. So don't make a plan to yourself. Because He planned it already. Whatever you're planning, give it to the Lord first. Because without the Lord consulted, your plan is going to be a mess. Everything that you're planning, give it to God. Because he already, he already planned everything for us. God's purpose was that we, Jew, who were the first to trust in Christ, will bring praise and glory to God. And now we, our Gentiles, have also heard the truth, the good news, that God saved you. And when you believe in Christ, He identifies you as His own by giving you the Holy Spirit, whom He promised long, long, long ago. Amen. Amen. The Spirit of God guaranteed that He will give us the inheritance He promised and that He has purchased us to be His own people. He did this so we would praise and glorify Him. I'm done. The preaching is that's it. <laughs> I think I, I need to go. <laughs> it's all there right now. Well, I'm telling you right now why my, my title is, my, my story is God's story. It started over here. Here. This is where it started. The creation of God. Before the foundation of the world, He already knew you. Amen? Imagine... Imagine this. We are a big family. And everybody in the living room. And the father, our father, the God the Father, and said to his all son and daughters, 
Okay, let's all uh, sit up. Every, everyone sit up over here. They were in the living room. And they have a huge, huge, huge screen, TV. Very huge. Okay, we're going to watch story. We're going to watch some uh, uh, Bible story. So nobody make a noise, right? Listen carefully. Imagine that. Remember when you guys, uh, sometimes in your family, in your own, you have your family time and everything. You rent a DVD or something, and everybody's in the living room and put the, deli- uh, the, the DVD on the on that thing to play, and they start watching the movie, and everybody's quiet, right? And sometimes they're eating popcorn and drinking things. Some of that, they sleep already. So I hope nobody sleep here. Amen? Did I, get your, did I get your attention? The account of creation. In the beginning, God created heaven and earth. The earth was formless and empty in the in darkness covered the deep waters. The Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of water. Then God said, let there be light. Jesus is the light. Amen? The light is in you right now. The light is in me. Because Jesus is inside me. So from the beginning, He gave us life already. He gave us the light. So I'm talking about the creation. When He made Everything was perfect and good. Right? I'm telling you, if, if there's not, uh, if, this, if sin doesn't come, we are in heaven right now during the time of creation. But because, because this first man and woman on earth, Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve, or Ada and Eve, you know what I mean? Some people, they're trying to make Adam and Steve. How gross is that? You know? And sometimes they're trying to add Ada, Ada and Eve. And in our TV, you know, when you're watching the TV, you see both female. Oh, I don't want to say. That's how sinners... The world is right now. The fall of man. Because if they don't fall on that time, everybody's perfect right now. This is what it is. They eat the apple. This one. <laughs> they eat it. That's why they, they have seen right now. Don't use your apple. You know. Oh. Now I go to Cain and Abel. Abel and Cain. What is this? What do you know about this story? Cain. Cain and Cain. Well, the first murder in the Bible. Because these two brothers... They both offering a burnt offering to God. The other one, the heart is not right. And the other one, the heart is righteous. So the other one is not right. God doesn't please. He didn't, you know. So what he did, he got jealous. He killed his brother. And no matter what you do, he cannot hide it. Because the blood will smell and shout that he was killed. You know the story, right? Now we go to the story of Noah. I just give you a little bit of background all the story in the Bible. Noah was how old when he started doing the ark? This is the ark he made. Because God chose him. Eight people who made this. And this, how many people who made this? Titanic. How many people made this Titanic? You see how great is God? 
back then. He did this for eight people. No machine, no nothing. But their pure heart. That's how they made this. Because they had a pure heart. They obey God. The Titanic size is 850 by 92 by 64. I don't know how big is that. Probably it's like four football, you know. And Noah's Ark is only half of it. Imagine. How hard for Noah to do this. <laughs> but there's nothing impossible in God. Everything is possible. If you obey and follow what he said, everything will be done according to his plan. Now the story of Babel, the Tower of Babel. Do you know what, what happened here? You know how tall is this? It's 8,000. And this is what? The Tower of in New York. <laughs> Empire State. This is what? CN Tower. Is that CN Tower? In Canada? Is it? Yeah. But the biggest, the tallest uh, building that he made right now is in Dubai. Uh, I don't know how he said it. Khalifa? Khalifa Burke? Burke? Birds Khalifa height, <laughs> 2,722. But compared to Bob, the Tower of Babel, 8,150 feet. Wow, imagine that. Imagine in, 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 during the time when they made this tower, they're trying to reach the heaven because they believe something that they can reach with their own strength, with their own might, with their own ability. And God doesn't please them. So what he made? He made everybody confused with different language. Filipino language over there right now. <laughs> Tagalog. Chinese. All kind of language started over there in Tower of Babel. And now when they made that, Everybody confused because they don't understand each other. That's why they stopped from making this tower. And the king, they can even understand what the king's saying to them. You know? God always makes a mysterious way to us. Sometimes our, our life is like that. We're trying to do our own to reach God in our own religious way, in our own knowledge. But that's not the way. You won't understand. You won't understand how the good news it is. They're trying to understand the good news. Some lawyers, those who had a high education, they're trying to read the Bible and understand. They won't understand unless they receive the Holy Spirit. Right? I don't know. Do you understand the Bible right now? Yes. 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 Of course, yes, because we have the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Now, this is the story of Abraham. Abraham, the father of faith. You know, he's a famous, they call him the father of faith because when he brought his only son, Isaac, and trying to offer his only son to God because of his uh, obedience to God, the angel was there and stopped him to do this. Because God testing your faith too. He's testing my faith. He's testing your faith if you obey or not. Only if you obey, there's no problem at all. You're not going to have a problem at all. Even there is a storm will come in your life. You will always stand firm because God is with you. 
Amen. This is the story of Sodom and Gomorrah. Genesis 19. Remember what happened to that wife of uh, Lot? He became a pillar of a pillar of a pillar of salt. Yeah. Why? Because he looked back. She looked back. Right? The angel told him, "Go straight." Just I don't know how come you didn't under, she didn't understand that. Very specific. Uh, that they telling them. Just go straight, walk straight away from the city. Don't look back. Walk, walk, don't look back. I don't know why she didn't understand that. She looked back. Woo! What happened? She turned into salt. When you disobey, that's what happened. You will face consequence in your life. If you disobey, your life story will be hard. It will be a mess. I'm thankful I was born in a poor family. And I'm thankful I'm not a good-looking guy. <laughs> Why? Tell to yourself, I'm thankful for what look I have. If you look beautiful, you look handsome, thankful too. But there's a lot of problem. <laughs> if you look really beautiful like Satan, what happened? It's a problem. Right? But if you look whatever you look like right now, be thankful. Don't change anything in your face. Don't put too much anything on your face. It's going to be the same. No matter what you look like, it's going to be the same. Because God sees your heart, not outside appearance. You know, sees your heart. Don't turn into salt. Salt, we use that when we cook. <laughs> you know? Well, this is the story of Isaac, Jacob, and Esau. Esau, if you are hungry, go to that uh, dollar king, a dollar thing. <laughs> Buy some Esau over there. What is that, dollar hits? <laughs> you know the story of this? The birthright of Esau, he sold it. Because of what? A bowl of what? Soup? Yeah, how, how delicious is that? Probably it's one of a kind of stew. <laughs> because... He was so hungry, right? And he sold it his birthright. And because he didn't realize that when you sell your birthright, you lose everything. The same as as a Christian. If you deny a, as a Christian, you lose the benefits of God. Don't be a CIA or FBI in your neighbor. Secret agent, secret Christian. <laughs> Tell them that you are a born again Christian, that Jesus is with you. Amen. Share them the good news. Amen. Don't hide it. You know? The story of the Joseph the dreamer is a biblical. When you dream, there's a meaning about your dream. It's up to you how do you inter, uh, interpret that. But I have a lot of dreams too. And some of my dreams came true. Story of Joseph. He had betrayed by his brothers and sold it for how much? Because of his dream that he told his brothers that he will be like overruling them. And the brothers doesn't like that. So if you have a dream, don't tell your brother. <laughs> don't tell your sister. 
don't tell them. <laughs> Especially if it's against your brother or your sister, don't tell them. You're going to be in big trouble because you are the youngest one. That's why you got in trouble. But that's the plan of God for his life. See, they throw him. They will throw you too. <laughs> the story of Prince of Egypt, Moses. Wow. This is big. Look at that. When they walk in the middle of the sea, that thing that they walk through is dry. How how's that? It's dry, not wet. And they were like walking in a big aquarium. They can see the whale. They can see the shark on the side. Oh, wow. Shark. <laughs> you know, imagine that. Even they were chasing by the Egyptian. They see that, oh, you know, while they're running. And how great God is. How great God is. For doing this. And yet those people... Wandering around in the wilderness for 40 years. Because of what? Disobedience. They disobey God. They don't see the promised land. Only those was born below 20. When it was... When it was um, oh forgot his name. You know that. <laughs> Joshua. See, Joshua. Where's Joshua? Uh, no, Joshua here, right? <laughs> they used to have a Joshua. Joshua over there. Joshua there. No, I forgot. My, my son's Joshua. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot his name. <laughs> so the generation of Joshua was the one that promised land. Was the one who see the promised land. This one... Story of David and Goliath. Imagine David was only between 13 to 15 years old when he faced Goliath. Goliath is more taller than Shaquille O'Neal. See, look at that. Nine feet tall, Goliath. Shaquille O'Neal is seven feet tall. King David was between four to five feet. That's how big, it's like my size. <laughs> A little bit smaller than me. But because of David, he knows his God. If you know your God, you will not fear. Your story will be not fear. You will face any kind of big problems. You will face every big problems like Goliath. I don't know, Goliath is a Probably it's big, but it's dumb. Why? Just a big size of this stone. Yeah. Knock him down. You can do this. Or you can put your shield, you know. But because God wants to see Goliath, how powerful, how powerful God it is. That's God. His hands working for every one of us. No matter, what, no matter what, how big is your problem you're facing right now. This is just a, like a sand, size of a sand in his eyes. Imagine that. There we go. We go the big time. The birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. From birth to crucifixion. Matthew 1, 18, 25, where the Lord Jesus was born in a simple place. There's no hotel, Holiday Inn open on that time. No Marriott. None, none of that inn is available for them. So where they end up? They end up on where? In a manger. Where all those uh, uh, dirty thing that they feed the sheep and everything. That's where we were born. 
And the people back then, they thought the Messiah was going to be born in a big palace. They're expecting Jesus Christ is going to be born in a big palace with a big, uh, in, in a royal family. But he wasn't born in that place because God himself, he humbled himself. He wanted to start from the very low part of life. That's why I'm thankful. I'm, I'm, I'm poor when I was born. Because if I'm rich on back then when I was born, I'll be not here. I'll be somewhere playing in, in Las Vegas. Because <laughs> you're rich, you know. But because I was born poor like Jesus Christ, I know to handle with Christ, of course, every single thing in my life, the hard things, you will be guided by God. That's the, the, the benefits that we have, you know. And you will be thankful for everything. That's why I'm thankful I'm not a good-looking guy. I'm not a, a rich person. I'm just a standard person. But because God is with me, He's using me, I am different. You are different. You are unique. You are valuable in the eyes of God. Look at that scene. They were like, you know those people? Remember the lady, the old lady, the, uh, the old man? <laughs> they were waiting for Jesus Christ. I forgot their name. <laughs> Anna. 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 <laughs> this story of our Lord Jesus Christ. He was born and then put him on the cross. To fade off all our sins by his blood. What a beautiful privilege that we have. That we are supposed to be hanging there. Not God. Not Jesus Christ. He is risen. Amen? It doesn't end there. It doesn't end there. Because he is risen. I will tell you, your story doesn't end here. It doesn't end your story here. My life doesn't end here. Kuya Romi, when he died, when he left this place, it doesn't end his story. It's a story still. Because he's over there in heaven. That's why our story never ends. It will continue. God is so good. This is a scene like Jesus Christ holding the Holy Spirit to pour out to everyone. The story of fall. For to me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. We should have this kind of attitude as a believer. For to me, to live is Christ. If I die, if I go, not really dying, the moment you close your eyes here, it's the moment you open your eyes there. It's like you're dreaming, but it's not a dream. You know? That's why when you die, you wake up, oh, this is a different place, you know? Oh, I'm dead. <laughs> I'm alive, <laughs> right? I'm dead now, I'm alive. You didn't even feel it. Because in the blink of an eye, in your eye, the moment you open it, you were there. When I was become a born-again Christian back in 1984, I had a lot of things that I do not pleasant in the eyes of God. I like to be a cigar. 
I like to be an anarchy. Is that anarchy? Be somebody. And we have, uh, I joined the gang, I, I joined the, uh, the um, what do you call that, uh, SBT or all those kind of names back then. But every time they will do the initiation, they will beat you up. I said, no, don't beat me up. Fraternity, I don't join if you're going to beat me. Because my father and my, my mom never beat me, so why would I join with you guys, you know? <laughs> I can join, but without being me, you know, I'll be part of the SBT or whatever. And they want you to beat you up before you become a member of that. That's crazy. No, I won't. So I, I built my own group <laughs> without beating anyone. <laughs> so until that, we do a lot of things that a lot of stuff that we do is not good. Especially stealing, lying, all kind of stuff. But when God take over my life story, he changed everything. From a mess to become a message. Amen? Amen. From a poor, from a from a meekness or weakness become a righteousness. God is so good. If you put your life story and surrender to him, your life story will be beautiful no matter what you're facing, no matter what you're going with, because God is leading you. God is leading us. If I remember way back, way back of my life, he, he loved me so much already. That's why in the verse 4, even the foundation of the world, he already knew you and loved you. If I tell you the truth, my, my, my story, when I was 10 years old, I was propped inside the fire because we are playing outside the streets and there's a guy cooking, uh, I don't know what kind of oil is that. And it fell. So it burned, big, create big, big fire inside. And I was inside the fire and my, my friend. So we got inside, trapped inside, and, and then we run. Probably we were inside for five or ten seconds. And then we run outside the fire. And the good thing, I never burned. Not even my, uh, what is this? Pilik mata. Ayla, because I'm not a girl. <laughs> you know my friend that was with me? He got a lot of burn. Burn here, burn over here, burn over there. And there's, there's a time that happened to me also. When we were playing in the outside on the street, a jeepney hit us. Me and my friend, the same friend, he's lucky to me. <laughs> he's very lucky because he's always with me. So no matter what happened, he got the same thing. So we got hit with a jeep. I got hit here and fell on the side, on the curb. And he, he didn't get, you know, when he got hit, he got dragged under the jeep. And luckily, he was alive. He's dead now. <laughs> And that's how God protected me back then. And then we, and I remember also, when I was 13 years old, we have always in the family, the excursion, they call it excursion, family picnic. So my dad is an is a inspector in the, uh, the JOS, the bus. So every year, the bus company will always outing with the old family. And then we went to Darwana Falls. So I was 13. I'm a good swimmer. I was six years old when, God, I mean, when my dad taught me how to swim. He threw me in the, in the, <laughs> in the water in, in the middle of the sea and left me over there for away, like 20 feet away when I was six years old. So it's up to you if you're going to swim or not. <laughs> 
So I learned to swim. <laughs> and then when we have this uh, scarchin in the Rannock Falls, I was swinging in the middle. It's a beautiful place. You know the Rannock Falls, right? The falls. It's a beautiful blue color, green, light green and blue color of the water. While I was swimming in the middle, somebody pulled my leg. And I looked, nobody there. Pulled me down. I was shouting, oh, help, help. I was telling my, my relatives over there, my nephew saw me. My older nephew, his name is Jay. He saw me, hey, he's drowning, he's drowning. They call, he called everybody to save me. So it's too late when they, when they uh, jump on the water, they won't find me. I was under the water for 45 minutes. There's a song. If you walk in the fire, you're not going to be burned. If you walk in the water, you're not going to be drowned, right? Yeah. It happened to me. I didn't drown. I was underwater walking, seeing the beautiful creation of God. And I was wondering, wow, it's beautiful. And I feel like, oh, this is my place. I don't know what happened at that time. And I was wearing a cross, plastic cross, the green one, you know, that uh, uh, glow in the dark. It hit my head three times. When I see it, oh, what I'm doing here? You know, I jump like this and try to swim. Too. I was so deep. And I, I'm glad I, got, I made it to the top. And then when I made it to the top, swim to the shore, to the side, my, my stomach was big, full of a lot of water. <laughs> they take it out all the water. So God saved my life. How many times my, my God saved my life? Because he has a plan for my life. He has a plan for your life. I don't know how many times God saved your life too. And sometimes he planned ahead of your life. Let's say you're going somewhere to West Covina, driving to a freeway. And while you're driving on the street, going to the entrance to the freeway, your car broke down. Right? And then instead of getting mad, be thankful to God. Because you don't know what's going to happen. And sometimes for that five minutes that you stop you, something happened on that freeway. Something big accident will happen on that freeway. I don't know if you experienced that. Yes? God did that. You always see ahead of time What's going to happen? If it's bad things going to happen to you, he will always protect you. He will make a way that no one knows. And all of a sudden you realize, oh, sorry, Lord, thank you. That's why you always be thankful for everything. When your car breaks down, thank you, Lord. Maybe something's going to happen. So thank you, Lord, for stopping me here, you know. Don't be uh, complain. Be thankful. So my life started on that. And he saved me a lot of times. Even I wasn't born again yet. And gave me a beautiful life. Although we, we walked through all kinds of valley ups and down in our lives. But don't stop. Don't stop trusting the Lord always. Do not lean on your own understanding, on your own knowledge, on your own wisdom, on your own ability, on your own strength. Always put God first. Put everything to God first. See what happened to Pablo. Paul. You call on the... Paul and Paul, they fall in the, <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> because of the horse doesn't like him. He's a killer. That's why the horse, get off me, get off me. The horse doesn't like Paul during the time. And God showed to him, Hey, Paul, why are you perse uh, persecuting me? 
Why you are killing me? Why you are hurting me? Paul said, Paul said, Who are you, Lord? So you know the life of Paul, right? You don't know it? Find it. <laughs> now how about your story? What is your story then? Only God knows your story. Only, know, only God can change your life story. If you've been chained for addiction of alcohol or pornographer or any kind of chain that holding you, bringing you down because of the sin, only God can change your life story. Only if you surrender your life to him and give everything to him and confess your sin and receive him as your Lord and Savior, he will change your life story from a mess to be a message. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Oh, Heavenly God, we are so grateful for your beautiful word that we receive. You are the source of our life. You are the light in our, in our way. You are the guidance. You are the conqueror king. You are the mighty God. If we have you, Lord, who can be against us? Thank you, Lord, for being with us, for being our God, for being our Savior, for being our King, for being our healer, for being our provider, for being our Savior. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, you, Holy Spirit. If you want to renew your life, your life story to Him. Ask God to change. Ask God for the strength. Ask God for the guidance. Ask Him for everything that you need. For He is the only one who can help us to bring this life never ends in a mess but will be a message to everyone. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We bless your name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Will you give a clap offering to God for this wonderful message today?